What's up, guys? Here with Jake. It's first episode on the podcast. It's the first episode on this fucking shit. Let's go, baby. So, start doing this shit once the NBA starts, hopefully twice a week. Uh, Yeah, this is the Heat Show. So, so let's talk about let's talk about the off season, bro. Like he had made some moves, bro. Kyle, got Lowry coming, yeah. got PJ coming in. I don't know, man. I got Marcus Morris, bro. A couple our of dogs. five. Our five is gonna look like Lowry, Duncan. If if yeah, maybe probably Duncan. Well, let's and talk about that. Let's talk about that. who do you think our starting five is gonna be? As bro, I'm saying Lowry at point. Mm-hmm. Duncan at shooting, Jimmy at small, and then PJ at power, and then Bam at center. I I I'm gonna agree with you. So, but I think off the bench, I mean, we got a couple of dogs, bro. Like Marcus Moore. I mean, Markeith Morris. He's gonna be crazy for us. We had a couple of problems against him when we were playing the Lakers, bro. Like, I mean, it was just size against the Lakers that fucked us up. But we also got Deadman back. Deadman resign. Yeah, we got Homer. He was clutch on the boards, bro. I mean, him off the bench, bro. He he really saved us. Bam, um, some rest, you know. I mean, watching that Buck series during the fucking playoffs where we got swept. Honestly, it's pretty debatable, but I don't know. I think Deadman did a better job than Bam. Bam was looking gassed. Bam could have some off days. Yeah, we got Omer. Omer went off this fucking preseason, yo. I mean, come on, bro. Like, there was a game where yeah, he... Yeah, like 82 points in, like, two games. He had... Bro, let, let's see this. He had... In one of the games against the Lakers, he had 27 points, 19 rebounds, and three threes. He's a... He's, he's not point. even... Like, he's fucking crazy. Like, he was in the G League. We signed him last year. I remember talking to you and you and I, and I was like, bro, we were going into the Bucks series. We hadn't played a game yet. I was like, he's going to be crazy. And, well, obviously, you guys told me, like, we're not playing him during the playoffs. And I was like, damn, that's going to hurt. And clearly it did, bro. We got swept. Not Wait, looking good. By not, by not playing who? Omer. I mean, I don't think he would have made that much of a difference, but it would have been nice. And then, oh, yeah, I didn't even fucking talk about him. Oladipo, yo. Got Oladipo back. Once he comes back from that injury, I don't know. I think he, he might be a big piece. Remember, and you can't, like, really trade him on injury because teams have to take that risk. No, but then again, I don't think we should trade him because once he's back, our lineup is going to be insane. Yeah, facts. He's going to be cracked, like, especially with the heat training shit. Oh, my God. Because, like, if you really think about it, look, we have, like, a grit and grind system, bro. Jimmy, perfect for it. Bam, perfect for it. Duncan at the shooting guard. I mean, he's our floor spacer. That's that's what I'll say. But, I mean, we got somebody, like, 
Victor Oladipo, who's a two-way player coming in, he's important for us because we need somebody that can defend. Because we saw how many points like they were just dropping on on Duncan, bro. It wasn't even close. Like Middleton, like need, that we, game. We need Lowry, bro, and that's why we got him. It, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a dog. He can defend. He can a bucket of points in the game to help like other players on our team get like rest on possessions but still be in that possession for me so yeah. like, Lowry, especially like let's say like you especially saw in the playoffs bro when hero wasn't making shit right when hero wasn't making shit um now you like when lowry provides an extra bucket on that three line and then anywhere like his jump shots wet he's a bucket he is he is that that's another thing hero hero needs to step it up this season if we want to make it far facts he really does, but he's been in, like, if you follow him, he's been in the gym, so. No, he is, but, like, you know, he, he's a slacker sometimes. Can we talk about Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, bro. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the other teams now, because, you know, this podcast is a heat-centered podcast, but we're going to be talking about the league team. Yeah, of course, but I just, like, brought him up, bro, because <laughs> I saw him working on his three. Oh, no, obviously. What do you think? He's not going to Shanghai Sharks, but. He wants, he wants out of Philly. Yeah, he wants out of Philly. I mean, he's being treated bad. Like, I mean, I mean, it's expected. He 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 did do some pretty stupid shit. Like in the playoffs, he's passed up an open shot because he didn't want to go to the free throw line. Bro, United yeah, cost him on like his free throw percentage and like a whole ass team like beat him. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it it's bad. Like, but the thing that I was saying to you and I is a lot of teams don't want him. But you know what? The way that they've been playing, I'll trade you Tyler Hero for Listen, for Ben Simmons. If you think about it, Ben gives you 6-10 point guard, right? 6-10 point guard. That's crazy. And imagine you trade him for Hero, and then Ben comes on point, and then Lowry comes on bench point. Oh, my God. I mean, that would be insane because – Look, Ben, we we don't need like an offensive player. That's the thing. I mean, we we could use one. We definitely could. But I mean, if you give us Ben, I mean, we have a lockdown team. Tell us who's scoring, bro. Like, if we have an issue, let's say we're playing the fucking Bucks, we put what Ben on Middleton, we put Bam on Giannis. Problem solved. Bro, I mean, Lowry's good as shit too. Yeah, I mean. The thing is, we have all around good defenders and players who play tough and physical Wait, defense. I'm gonna pull up our whole ass lineup. And, bro, but let, let's talk about the Ben Simmons situation in Philly, though. Not, not the Heat situation. We're not gonna get him. I mean, it is bad, bro. Like, burning his jerseys. He's saying he wants out. He's saying he's not gonna go to camp if he's not gonna go to the training camp if he doesn't get traded. Like, he wants out. What what teams do you think like could either be like wanting to trade for him or not even wanting to trade for him just like just like a good spot for him? Think about it, Lakers. <laughs> no, I mean Lakers. Like I don't think they're gonna trade anyone for him. They're getting the one that they could trade for him. I don't think Philly. Philly, that is the problem. Sam, Philly wants way too much for him. Sam, could we talk about how fucking um? The situation with Russ and LeBron and that. Russ and LeBron, I mean, 
that's just gonna be it's gonna be tough tough to beat I, don't, I mean i don't know what else to say about it but i mean it is gonna be gonna tough click? what's up do you, do you think they're gonna click it's gonna be tough that's the problem like i think that they're gonna start off the season they're gonna start off the season button heads i mean they like they're both players that want the ball in their hands we saw it with russ and harden and harden is a player that distributes the ball i i don't know i don't mm. know how it's gonna work out like obviously it's gonna be a tough team to stop the but nets i don't know the nets the thing is the nets they kind of found a way to get around it like having that many superstars their problem mainly for me it's injuries if they get another injury this season i mean we saw it last year they got out bucks passed right by him my main concerns going into the offseason is having to face the Bucks. True, because Bucks are stacked coming back out champs. I mean, to me, I've always said it. Say what you want about the Bucks, but to me, the most scary player when you face the Bucks is not Giannis. It is Middleton. He hits some shots that you just like staring at your TV like what the fuck just happened? Like That's that true. you saw it in the finals, bro. He clutched though. No, not even in, just in the finals. Like you saw him against the Heat, bro. Like game one, Jimmy hit that shot to send us to overtime, and then in overtime, he hits like that shot right before the buzzer was about to go off, like point couple like point five seconds after, and it would have been a buzzer beater. But he hit a crazy shot where Duncan Robinson was all up on him. Like, he was, like, maybe an inch or two from blocking the ball, and he still hit it. It was just, like, a fadeaway mid-range. And I was like, bro, how does he do that? Bro, the one shot that really in the playoffs was KD's clutch shot that if he wore, like, a size 15 shoe, he would have been in the finals. It would have been crazy. I mean, KD during that series had to go crazy, and he did. I think if he had some more help from but, Harden. But listen, 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 listen. You have to you have to think about the Bucks' ring like this. They went through the uh, unhealthy Lakers. They went through an unhealthy Nets. They went through uh was it what's the other team that they played? Was it, that was mm, they played not the Lakers, you said Lakers. You mean the Heat. Oh um, yeah. They went through the Heat, they went through the Nets. And then they went through Hawks. Yeah. They had, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that the Heat were unhealthy because we were just missing Oladipo, and for most of the season we were missing him anyways. So I, I mean, I'm not gonna be making excuses. They, they beat us well. The Nets, however, the Nets could have beat them easily if they were fully healthy. And then they went through the Hawks. Hawks were missing Trey Young. I mean, he wasn't a hundred percent. After, like, that, he stepped on the ref's foot and, like, rolled his ankle. Like, he was not 100% after that. And and then in the finals, Chris Paul wasn't also 100%. But, I mean... Can I we mean, speak on, like, just one sentence on Trey? What's up? Like, on Trey, bro. Because Trey, Trey popped off. Look, I was pretty much an NBA casual before the Heat made the finals. 
in 2020 against the Lakers. And why? No, not before that we made the finals, but before we signed Jimmy. And why? Because let me tell you, being a Heat fan after the Big Three era, that shit was depressing, bro. I just completely just forgot about the NBA, moved on to something else because bro, that shit and- hurt. I like I love Liverpool too. You probably hate that. Bro. Yeah, I don't like them. If any, if any of you know me, I love soccer. No, no. When I cut myself off in basketball, it was soccer for me. But now Jimmy was here. You know who went to the finals. So we're talking about Trey Young. Look, for me, I didn't know him. I just knew a couple of things about him. I knew that he was famous for faking it and then jumping into the foul like jumping into the player who's trying to block and getting a foul. And I was like, bro, this guy is a pussy. And that's but, not then, season. but you know, he, he stopped it. Like, and then in the Knicks, I was like, let's go Knicks. They knocked out the Knicks. And I was like, fuck yeah. this guy. And then I saw him knock out the Sixers. And I was like, you know what? This guy's legit. He's good. Bro, and Joel cried to Kawhi, I think. Like I don't know if it was a year before, two years before. It was uh 2019 when they went to the finals. You know, I I'm not the biggest fan of Philly. I don't like their fans. So watching Trey knock them out was nice. I wanted him to knock out the Bucks as well, but you know you can't win them all. But you know, like this season, I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough. Let let's let's talk about this season. Let's talk about who you think. How do you think the East is going to line up, like, as far as seeding? The East? Mm-hmm. Do uh, you want me to go first? Yeah. So, if we're really thinking about it, Nets probably a one, right? Nets. I think Nets easily take the one seed. Uh, at two... I got Bucks. I mean, played really well last year. You know, they're they're a really good regular season team as well as a good playoff team, obviously. And three, I'm tempted to say Sixers because they're an amazing regular season team, but losing Ben Simmons is kind of like, I don't know where that would put them at because of how good he is for them, just, like, defensively and how well they fit their system. Like, how they're going to move on without him, it's just going to be tough. So, I don't think I'm going to put the Sixers there. I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm going to put the Heat at three. I'm going to be generous. I think under the Heat, then I'll put the Sixers at four. At five, I, I got to go Hawks. Under them... What do you think, bro? I go Nets one. Mm-hmm. And I go Heat two. Uh, that's debatable, but but yeah. Actually, nah. I'm just kidding. Oh no, it's because I, I I do think the Heat are a very good team. Obviously, it's, being it's a Heat fan, we haven't seen it. So once once the first twenty games. No, but the thing that I'm saying is 20, that it doesn't matter if you see it or not. Like. The Heat haven't ever been a good regular season team. Like, they're just not that team. They're a yeah. playoff team. We we even saw it in 2020, bro. Like, what did we come in as the fifth or sixth seed? And we went all the way to the finals. Like, the Heat really doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. When it gets to playoff time, 
it's it's go time. Exactly. So and then uh, so I got nets at one. I probably put books at two. Mm-hmm. And then and then I probably put um, either I probably put the the heat at three or four. Yeah. Baitable with the hawks. Okay. Because the hawks could be a little nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So that could swap probably, like depending on like what the other team does. And then Nick's hundred percent gonna be next probably. And then and then after that, probably Celtics. Because you still got four. Oh, you see, I forgot about them. Yeah. You know what? I, I think I'm gonna change what I said. You know, if I'm really thinking about it, I'd say and and I'm gonna give the top ten because now we got this play in tournament, so mm-hmm. gotta give a top ten. I'm I'm kind of slumped on this ten. Uh, I don't know. So first I got the Knicks. I mean the the Nets. Uh, I got the Nets. Nets at one. I got Bucks at two. Heat at three. Sixers at fourth. We got Hawks at five. I got Celtics moving up to the sixth spot this year. I got Knicks at seven. Going into the play-in, I got what Wizards, Hornets, and oh no, the Knicks would be in the play-in, I guess, because seven seed is in the play-in. So Knicks would be in the play-in with the Wizards, the Hornets, and honestly, I don't, I don't really know what other team would make it behind them. Uh, oh, I didn't even think about the Bulls to be honest. Oh yeah, the oh the, the Bulls. Bulls. You know what? I, I hate doing this, but but yeah, I'm definitely putting the Bulls in at six. They're not going to the play-in. I, I got Nets at one, Bucks two, Heat three, Sixers at four, Hawks at five, Bulls at six. Into the play-in, I got Celtics, Knicks, Wizards, and Hornets. Jeez. So that's a good ass list. No, you're looking at a couple years back, and we were talking about how the Western Conference was so much more like dominant and how much better they were than the East. And now you're looking at the East and you're like, Jesus Christ, this this is like stacked. The all three games in the East. Yeah, I mean, but let me try. Mm-hmm. All right, 100%. My like, have family from Jersey, my dad grew up in Brooklyn, it's my team. But yeah, 100%. That's at one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then I go, and then Bucks, solid team all around. Saw it in the, all of the playoffs. Solid team. Giannis stepped up big time. He's going to step up again this year. Getting a lot of money. Boom. I put him at two. Yep. And then I, I agree with you with the Heat at three. I see potential. So I got Heat at three, four. I'm going to have to put. I have to put the Hawks. Okay. And then five, I'm going five. I'm gonna put Bulls 100. percent I feel yeah. like they're gonna be, they're gonna be, they're gonna be nice. So so you you don't want your, you don't got the Sixers in the top five. Oh. Did you forget about them, or are you just like, or do you think they won't make top five? I. I mean. If you if you don't say they're gonna make top five, I mean I I wouldn't argue with you. I mean like, I mean it's pretty. I mean it's debatable, I, I, obviously. I, no, 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 no. 
But I them just, losing, no, hold on, them losing Ben Simmons could drop them a couple of spots. hundred percent. But I honestly, I just switch him with the Hawks at five. So you got Hawks and, at six. Yeah, I put Hawks at six, and then the South, and then man, and then the Bulls at seven, and then the Celtics at eight. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And then we got nine and ten. And then I say, oh, Jalen sucks to the Magic. <laughs> oh, but I gotta, you gotta say Washington and Charlotte. I mean, yeah, obviously, gonna... obviously, Jello and his brother, Lamelo and Jello, they're gonna make some noise this season, bro. Mm-hmm. And then you got Washington. Who they get? Um, they got Spencer Dimwitty. They have already. Um, I I'm not actually 100 percent sure. I think he actually may be signed already, but like. Even if he isn't, most likely so he's going to be by the time the season starts. So, yeah. But uh, Washington. Washington has a good team this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, that trade got him, got him quite a bit. Like, they got Kyle Kuzma. I thought he was going to go to the Shanghai Sharks soon. But no, like, all jokes aside, this team is actually nasty. I mean, you got, look, Bradley Beal. You have... Caldwell Pope, you have Spencer Dinwoody, you got Montrez Harrell, you saw Aaron Holiday, Kyle Kuzma. Pope you got pretty solid team. Finals. Who? Pope. He popped off in that finals. Like, I mean, he was, he was good. He was yeah. good. Like, I don't ever think he was a bad player. But you know what? Whatever. Talking, talking about bad, supposedly bad players that moved on to another team. Let's talk about Kemba Walker. Kemba, who was supposed to go to the Thunder, ended up going to the Knicks. Now, I actually think that's going to be good for the Knicks. But, I mean, I don't understand what the Celtics were thinking letting him go. Because it doesn't make any sense. I mean, they don't have any point guard, do they? Uh yeah. How are they running point guard? That's the problem. They have mm-hmm. Schroeder. But I mean oh I mean he was getting so much unnecessary hate, in my opinion. I think he is so underrated going up against the Celtics. There's I didn't see Huh? He's a bucket, in my opinion. Yeah, he is. I mean, look, every time we went up against the Celtics. From from like the when I started watching, which is probably like last season. Now I mean I watched the entirety of the of the COVID season, you know, and then last season obviously as well. From those two seasons that I watched, Kemba was insane. I mean, every time we faced them, it was tough to stop him because he's just like he's so like fast and agile. So he would either just run right past you or fake that he's going to run past you and do his little step back. And this step back is nasty. Like, once he gets into that motion, you're you're not stopping that shot. It's just going straight in. And to be honest, whenever we played Boston, it wasn't, like, so scary for Tatum. Cause like, I mean, I guess because Bam just had him locked up. Because, I mean, you know, Bam, DPOI. But I don't know. At the guards' position, I think we're missing a lot of defense, and that's why I think that 
Kyle Lowry is going to be a great signing, and so is Victor Oladipo once he gets back. I think that those are going to be two lockdown guards that are going to be important for the team because we were missing that. And a lot of the time we weren't getting, we weren't really getting shit on on the inside unless they were had like a bunch of size, but we were mostly getting shit on the guards because we had no one to lock them up. <laughs> Who do we have? Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson to lock them up. They have terrible defense. Yeah, Tyler's defense slash. Yeah, no, and Duncan, Duncan, <laughs> he just, he's like, he's like the Harden of the Heat when it comes to the defensive end. And three-pointers, obviously, because, I mean, guy's a walking bucket. He's not afraid. I've watched him shoot that ball, like, literally just like me, bro. Like, it's crazy. He he grabs that ball, and he's just like, bam, I'm going to toss it up. I'm feeling it. And it's good because, like, as a shooter, you have to have that confidence in, like, any point of the game. You're going to have to do that. It is good because half of the time – Half of the time, the rest of our team is too scared to take up a shot when we're losing. When we're down there, we don't have any, like, players that are like, all right, I'm going to take this ball, and I'm going to take it to the fucking hoop, or I'm going to just keep chunking up shots until one of them falls, and we get into a rhythm. That's the problem with the Heat. We don't have anyone that can do that, except for, obviously, Duncan Robinson. But, like, that's the problem. When he has an off night, and he's just chunking up shots, chunking up shots, and keeps on missing and missing, the whole team is just, like... Damn, they, they take a moral hit. Yeah, like, it now, hurts. With, with fucking, like, now we have Omer, bro. Like, it doesn't matter. It really don't matter. We have enough guys to, like... I mean, this year, Jimmy Jimmy needs to step it up on that end because he's our leader. Yes. He, he, needs to, he needs to, like, be that player who will take it to the rim when no one else will. Because if you saw that series against the Bucks, there has not been any moment more disappointing in my life like when it comes to watching the heat then that moment because like it's just like we had enough to beat them but it looked like the players just didn't want to be there and like jimmy just looked so out of it bam looks so out of it one other thing that i want to talk about is how if you watch during the series you know how bam is mostly our our ball handler like you know how like he's just someone like walks it down the court like our point guard mm-hmm if you really see it, he's our ball handler, and he would kind of, like, wait for the play to happen with the ball in his hands, but he waits, like, in the mid-range area. But if you see that, like, the player guarding him doesn't ever guard him up from up close once he's standing in the mid-range. He's always wide open. But the problem is he doesn't have the confidence to shoot it, or he doesn't even have the jump shot to shoot it. Because, like, if he, if he shoots it, he's, he's going to miss it. And that's why they give him that space. But he needs to develop a jump shot. And Jimmy, Jimmy needs to get the confidence to be able to shoot from wherever, whenever he wants to. Because at the moment, he is our leader. And one thing that I like about this signing about PJ Tucker is he's going to be a lot like how Jay Crowder was keeping Jimmy in check. Because at the moment last year, we had no one keeping Jimmy in check. Like we had no one saying, hey, yo, you fucked up. This is on you. Because, nah, he was, like, the big bad guy in the dressing room. And ain't nobody going to go up to him. But P.J. Tucker, he's that guy. Facts. But what's it called? Jimmy posted that um Instagram picture before uh, before um, he... Finished. Yeah, that, that um, I think uh, I'm stupidly locked in. Like, I saw that and I'm like, I got hyped up. I was like, yes, yes, this is our year. We got it. We got it this time. This time we're going again and we're going to win it. 
And no, nah, he was stupidly locked in to go into Cancun, I guess, because that it was terrible. Fuck. He he really went right into Can. He he just he was like, you know what? I want to go where Chris Paul is right now. <laughs> Man, it was bad. Yeah, I know, man. We we gotta work on a lot of things this off season. Hopefully, by the time the season starts, we have a lot of um those things sorted out. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, I think we have a nice roster this season. Uh, I think we have a lot of good chances. Our rotation looks pretty good, and well, yeah. And the Heat, those undrafted guys we got, they're looking nice on the Heat story. I mean, yeah, they're looking nice, but the problem is, yeah, we gotta we gotta see how they do like once they get into those games. Because hey, at the end of the day, that's when it really matters. Exactly. And I mean, last couple of topics that I want to talk about. Ah. Uh, Talk about. I want to finish talking about the Lakers. We started talking about them. We didn't really finish talking about them. We got into another topic. I mean, the Lakers, bro. That team is stacked. I don't care if anyone says how old they are. I don't care if anyone says it's not a super team. If you do not think that that team is a super team, then you are an idiot. Especially now they got AD back. They got AD back. Yeah, it's fucking. He's been not step up though when um. What am I saying? When AD left, Braun needed to step up, and he didn't really do that. No, he, he didn't. He was like, he just looked so fucking gassed. And, like, I think that I, I watched the series, and he got locked up by, by Jay Crowder. He got locked up. Like, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder was looking big during that series. But uh, looking at this fucking Lakers roster, bro. They got mellow. I don't care what you say about him. You can call him wash, call him anything you want. He, on his day, he can put up a bucket. The Lakers got, have mellow? What's up? The Lakers have mellow? Yeah, the Lakers have mellow. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, they got mellow. They got mellow. They signed Ariza from us. When the fuck did they get mellow? This offseason, they stacked themselves, bro. They got, they got Carmelo Anthony. Next, oh. they got... I thought you were, dude, I thought you were talking about Melo, like LaMelo Ball. No, not LaMelo, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they got Melo. They got Trevor Ariza from us. You know, he's a big player. He's long, bro. He's like, he can, he can guard anyone he wants, basically. Because you saw him play for the Heat. That boy was looking big, and he can hit, like, a couple of threes. I think he has, like, I'm not sure. But I think he has one of the best three-point accuracy, like, in the entire league and, like, three-point percentage. Um, So, yeah, it's pretty good. They got Anthony Davis, obviously. They got Wayne Ellington. It seems like they're stacking up, like, some Heat players here. I don't know what it's about. But I still remember back when the Heat was really bad after we started, like, kind of, like, I guess, rebuilding after LeBron left. I remember Wayne Ellington was, like, that guy for us. Like, he was... It was him, uh, Winslow, and Whiteside. That was our big three. And everyone thought that Winslow was going to be this dude, and he never ended up being anything. He ended up trading him away. Yeah. Yeah. They, huh? 
I said, Wiseman. I mean, Whiteside was so tall. Yeah, but Whiteside was disrespect, bro. Uh, bro, they also got Marcus Saul. I mean, come on, they got Dwight Howard. Like, come on, they they have size. They got size, and that's that's an issue. Whenever we played the Lakers in that final, having Bam as our tallest player was really our downfall during that finals. I honestly think if we had somebody that can play that backup center, like that wasn't Olenek or Myers Leonard, like I'm talking about like a, a good solid defender at the center position, not, not an outside shooter at our center position, you know, because like they were most likely like they were there more than anything. They were power forwards, not really centers. They were shooters. There weren't really good interior players or interior defenders, so that was an issue against them. But, uh, you know, what can you do about that? They also got, obviously, you got LeBron, best player at the moment, because obviously we all know Jordan's a GOAT. You got Kendrick Nunn, this fucking snake. Let's talk about this, man. The man that decides to take, if I'm not wrong, a vet minimum, I think he took a vet minimum or something like that, or he took a really low contract just to join the Lakers. Like, it is impressive to me how he does that. Like, the Heat basically put him where he is at the moment for him to shit on us and leave for a team that's building a super team to make that team just, (laughs) like, just doesn't, like doesn't fit in my head like i always everyone always used to shit on kendrick Nunn. i was like always like no he's probably better than hero he's dropping good points he's he's amazing i love this guy and then he just goes and leaves i fucking hate him now got obviously their new signing russell westbrook that is gonna be a fucking problem for the league hopefully their egos fucking mash up against each other and it's a problem for themselves more than it is for the league but uh, we'll see. Nah, but bro, you like you saw that video of Russ and LeBron just like smoking like a cigar. I mean, you can tell they want another. I mean, LeBron wants another ring. Russ, I mean, with this move, you can obviously tell he's sick of this shit. He wants a fucking ring because I don't think Russ wants to retire and be that guy that just retires without ever winning a ring. He's just like, nah, I'm not going to be that guy. He's like, nah, this is my time. But right in behind Russ, you got Rajon Rondo. I mean, this is a stacked team. It's going to be tough to beat. I think that this team is probably tougher to beat than the Nets because they got depth. As much as the Nets, their big three is better than this one, just the depth is what gets the Nets, and I think we saw that last season. I still think the Nets will win, bro. I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's a tough call. Um, DeAndre Jordan apparently is very close to getting bought out. And once he does, or if he does get bought out, you know where his, you know where he's going? Where? The Lakers. Making it an even bigger of a problem, not for just the Nets, but the entirety of the league. And even if it's just talking about the Nets, you're getting rid of one of your only centers and they're going right to your rival, and you're not getting anything back. So, we, so they're just fucked. 
right. Well, that's all the time that we got for today. Hopefully, next episode we can talk about some more stuff. We'll probably be back towards closer to the beginning of the season. Hopefully, at the beginning of the season. I don't know. We'll see. But that's all that we have for today. And this is That Heat Show podcast. Thanks for listening. I nigga dead, I slapped my girl, she caught the feds, I did that time, and spent that bread, I'm headed home, I'm almost there, I'm on my way, headed up the stairs, to my surprise, a nigga replacing me, I had to take him to that ghetto university, all the lights, cop lights, flashlights, spotlights, strobe lights, street lights, all of the lights, all of the lights, Please, can't let-